The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 128, Sunday, April 5th, 2009. This is The Paunch Stevenson Show, episode 128. Wow. I am Rob, you're Greg. Yep. And we've got a lot to talk about. Where should we start? Actually, we don't have that much to talk about. I have about. nothing to say. <laughs> So we, we did an episode, and then uh, I've been sick most of the week, so I have, like, no voice. Yeah, I have two. So I've really done nothing all week. Well, what's the big thing we did today? Ah, uh, yes. That we didn't... I mean, we promoted it a little <laughs> bit. We talked about it a little bit yeah. on the show, but... Well, so... Finally. Yes. We went to the uh, second annual PSE&G Green event. Last year it was the Green Expo, I think. The and this Global year, Green Expo. Yeah, and this year it's Green Fest. And it was not the same location. Last year it was at Liberty Science Center uh, place. Well, not Liberty. Oh. Liberty State Park. Yeah. Jersey City, New Jersey. This year it was at the Garden State Exhibit Center in Somerset, New Jersey. And, um, you know, it was really weird because, you know, we didn't really care. We don't care about the vendors that are there. We've seen all that stuff already. So, you know, it was weird because we, we, we were only there for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, this time around. Yeah. This year. Well, it was weird because last year they had it at that place at the uh, Liberty State Park. Yeah. At the historic railroad terminal. Yeah, it was like half outdoors. And it was really cool. It had a really good um, atmosphere to it and the, the skylights and everything. It was really cool. Yep. And then this time we go in and it's it looks like it's in this uh, abandoned factory or something. <laughs> I don't, it, was, it looks so, I don't know. It looks so scaled back. Well, it, it was. it's in a place that you would normally have a, a, a convention or an expo of some sort. I mean, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I know. You know, because it's based on the vendors. That's all that, you know, when they, you do something like this, it's about admission, but it's also about getting the vendors there, you know, yeah. so that was the big thing. But, uh, oh, they had uh, one of the vendors was ShamWow. Oh, the ShamWow. For some reason, it's like, okay, look, there's uh, some hybrid car manufacturers. There's uh, some, some window manufacturers, some, uh, what else did they have? Heating, Green. yeah, heating stuff, kinds of water stuff, stuff. and it, some guy that was sitting in the mix, the midst of like fifteen hundred plants, there was like <laughs> they had this like mini forest around them. Very strange. So all this kind of scientific stuff, and then oh look, ShamWow, <laughs> what? <laughs> and it wasn't the ShamWow guy; it was a woman. Because I guess yeah, the, yeah, it was just some girl that guys in jail or something. <laughs> We didn't Wait. talk about that. The, the what guy, does this mean? I don't know. The guy on the ShamWow commercials. Oh, this this is made in Germany. Everything in Germany is awesome, right? So he, um, I guess last week or last month or something like that, he got arrested for punching a prostitute. He's drinking your water again. He better not drink mine. No, no, drink mine, didn't. this cat. He didn't. Got a water-stealing cat. <clears throat> So did you know about that show? I did well, not know. I thought it was that Billy uh, West guy. What is it? Billy Mays. It's Billy Mays. Hmm. <coughs> OxyClean. 
What's the one? The 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 miracle putty or something like that? <laughs> miracle putty? Miracle putty! Stick any two <laughs> items together! You could never pull them apart! <laughs> okay. Use it in the shower! Use it in your car! Guy is screaming at the top of his lungs in every yep. commercial. What's the one? There was OxyClean, there was the Miracle Putty, there was uh, the one that was like orange uh, cleaning products. We have harnessed the power of oranges! <laughs> to, to clean your home! Like, uh, yeah, whatever. So this is a different guy who was now in jail. Now why did he go to jail again? For punching... Well, he punched a prostitute, and then the prostitute <laughs> just beat him up and bashed his face ah. in. And, and in, in his mugshot, his face is all bashed up. He's like Chris Farley in Dirty Work with the Shanghai Whore. Uh, he bit my nose off! That's right. Welcome to the Punch Stevenson Show. So, yeah, so we went to the Green Fest 2009, and today, which was Saturday, right. April 4th, right? Yep. I don't know why I'm taking pictures. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Saturday, April 4th, we went yeah. because, uh, once again, like last year when we went, Ed Begley Jr. was the keynote speaker. Yes, Ed Begley. But... So tomorrow on Sunday, Ed Begley Jr.'s keynote speaker. Yeah. Today, Saturday, <laughs> they had Bill Nye, the science Yeesh. guy, and Ed Begley Jr. together doing a presentation. So that's why we went today. Yep. It was cool. You know, they, they did their little fake uh, rivalry banter yes. back and forth. And, and um, <clears throat> so well, they you recorded some of it, I believe. Yeah, I took some video, so I'll edit that and put it online. But they talked about things that they do around each one of their houses and electric cars and things like that. And then I asked – they were talking about some electric car that's being worked on, the Chevy Volt, I think it is. Yeah. So then I asked them a question about the, the Tesla electric Tesla. car, and Bill Nye was very excited about that. And yes. Said it could go zero to 60 and – 1.9 seconds, it can outperform a Viper, and and then Ed Begley was like, yeah, you know, it's a little too fast, it makes me <laughs> nauseous. <clears throat> um, so that was cool. Uh, Ed Begley also, uh, I, I think someone should uh, set him straight, uh, his recommendation to drink the tap water in New Jersey, <laughs> maybe not a good idea there, Ed. He said it tasted good. Uh, taste is one thing. Uh, being bombarded with chemicals, <clears throat> mother... Actually, it's not really that the chemicals in the tap water is not that bad. It's actually New Jersey is actually has some of the cleanest water. It, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's pure. No, it means, but it, it means it's the purest. It also doesn't mean it tastes good. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's not brown like how it is in Philadelphia. It is. That's what our friend Chris used to tell me. Oh come on, that was just the place he was in. <laughs> brown. That's West Virginia where that. Uh, you know, that's how they discovered fluoride. What? How? In uh, I think it was in West Virginia, somewhere in, in the mountains there. These you know these people were drinking this water there, and their teeth were brown. 
they're like a brownish stain, but they didn't have any decay. And they're like, well, how, how this is like back in the 20s or 30s. <laughs> right. And, that, and what they found was that there was fluoride in their water. So then they started adding fluoride to the drinking supply. And a lot of people actually don't know this. We may have talked about this before on the show, but they stopped in, in most places in the country. They do not put fluoride in, in the drinking water anymore. Yeah. I guess they figure, you know, people brush their teeth so they don't <laughs> need it. But. Yeah, well, this isn't 1920s West Virginia anymore. Well, they had it in New Jersey. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, so it was cool to see the two of them. And then, <clears throat> so it was a little after 5 o'clock. <clears throat> and then they, they, um, <clears throat> my throat's all weird. Yes. Now, but it was a little after five Drink o'clock. The, water. So the cat, they, I don't think, spit in it. <laughs> so they, um. He's now eating my foot. They finished their presentation and then they went off stage. He's drinking the cat spit water. He's drank the cat spit water. <laughs> Who cares? I think this is the first food related <laughs> stupid gag we've done on this show. Uh, and then, <clears throat> so we, a whole bunch of us waited <clears throat> on the side. Oh, this is, this is making horrible radio. <clears throat> All right. A whole bunch of us wait. There we go. A whole bunch of us waited on the side. I'm like, are they going to let us see them? Are yeah. they going to come back out? What's going on? So we waited for about 25 minutes and then they started letting people out back to see them, which was awesome. Yeah. So, uh. We got to say hi to Ed Begley Jr. He remembered us. Yes, Ed Begley remembered, remembered us. The Pawn Steve. I remember you guys from last year. And you didn't record it. I told you to leave the recorder on when we yeah, said hello. Yeah, it was, it was nothing. Well, because we didn't talk to him. We didn't have a conversation with him. But, yeah, we, well, we had a little bit of a conversation. Yeah, but, yeah he, um, but, So we got uh, to talk to him. We got to talk to Bill Nye for a second. Who was, was very crotchety. <laughs> well, he did say he was a curmudgeon. Yeah, but on TV and, and even on stage, he seems like a really fun, yeah. nice, cool guy. And then he gets off stage and he turns into this grumpy, ah. old, old crotchety guy. <laughs> Grump. Yeah, he was kind of grumpy. But, I don't know, maybe he was just tired. I don't know. Well, we did get a picture with him. Yes, we have a picture I with... I have no idea what it looks like. It probably looks ridiculous. No, we have a picture with uh, Ed Begley Jr. Again. and Bill Nye, the science guy. Science guy, Bill Nye. Add it to the collection. There you go. Celebrity <coughs> celebrity magnet watch. Get, get those magnets out. <laughs> Tabulating uh, what we've got so far. It's not impressive, but it's... It's, 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 it's very impressive. What, Ted Danson, Ed Begley Jr., Bill Nye, yeah. <coughs> Randy the Macho Man, Savage, Miss Elizabeth. I didn't get to meet that. Um, Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary, yes. Come on, we're building up a pretty impressive... Phil uh, the Scooter Rizzuto. Yeah, Jonald Reyes. Well, he's just somebody we know. <laughs> he's going to be big, I'm telling you. But, um, yeah, and, you know, and, and actually I think Charles Grodin is doing a book signing <laughs> next week. Well, I don't Who's that? You're Charles Grodin? Yes! Okay. Beethoven. <clears throat> Didn't he have his own show for a little while? His own talk show? <laughs> yeah, it was on CNBC. I loved that show. What? Yeah, it was good. He wasn't boring? No, you know, it was... Honestly, this is, you know, back in the mid-90s there. Um, Geraldo had a show. He had a nightly show also. Um, but really, 
Charles Grodin at the time was really one of the only, like, you know, now, like, MSNBC is, like, all, like, you know, uh, left-leaning, you know, more liberal, um, Donnie progressive, right? Donnie MSNBC, Duke. not CNBC. CNBC. Uh, too many NBCs. <laughs> but, like, MSNBC has, um, you know, Keith Olbermann, Chris Matthews, yeah. Rachel Maddow. Yeah. Um, you know, they're very, you know, they're more on the left side. Chris Matthews? What the heck was that? It's Kermit! <laughs> I have a... I can't do impression. Kermit the Frank, you. However he talks. I can't do it right now. <laughs> That's what he's always doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It actually sounds a lot like Brian Regan. Uh, hey, what's going on <laughs> in the world today? The big yellow one's the sun. <laughs> A little Brian Regan impersonation. Let's start doing some Muppet impersonations. <laughs> no. Can't? <laughs> Kermy! <laughs> no, that, that, that wasn't gravelly. Kermy! Kermy! <laughs> what is it? Fozzie? Can you do Fozzie? Waka waka. You know, when I was a kid, I used to be able to do it really well when I had a, a higher voice. They all sound kind of similar. Waka waka waka. Because it was like two guys doing it. Like Jim Henson and Frank Oz. Kermit Frog. Waka waka waka. Same voice. And Miss Piggy. No, those are... Miss Piggy and, and Gonzo was Frank Oz. And... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Gonzo like, hey, hey, it's Gonzo. No? How about Grover? Even though Sesame Street. Grover? I can't do it right now. My throat hurts too bad. I can't do Cookie Monster. No. Cookie, cookie, cookie. All right, anyway, next. Rocker, rocker, rocker. Uh, so, Ed Begley Jr. Yes, Ed Begley. And Bill Nye. Bill Nye. No Ted Danson, though. No. Well, I know we met Ted Danson once. Actually, tomorrow. Next, I think we've got it. Next, uh, the next goal would be Woody Harrelson. Oh, <laughs> cheers! And uh, and then um, what's her name? Shelley Long? No, I do not want to meet Shelley Long <laughs> or Ray. George George Went. Dead on my word. Ray Perlman. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, John Ratzenberger. Kelsey Grammer. Ah, Kelsey Grammer. Uh, all right. Yeah. So tomorrow at the Green Fest will be um, Ed Begley Jr. And we will not be there. And I think Bill Nye is doing some other talks, right? No. He's done. Or just Ed Begley. And, um, and um, Daryl Hannah, who Chris Peterson would <clears throat> would be going crazy about. He was Why? obsessed with Daryl Hannah. He was? Yeah. I don't remember anything like that. And sure. Get a Life. Yeah. Did you watch the episode? I watched every single every episode single one on with YouTube? my brother. Holy cow. No, because on that guy's <laughs> page, we talked, what was it, Barry Harmson? Yeah, something. Like com or. We talked about several episodes ago. This guy posted every episode of Get a Life yep. online. And uh, I was visiting my family. So my brother and I stayed up. and Oh, my God. And every night we would watch like three or four episodes. Wait a minute. In the car right back here, you were just making fun of me because I did that with the Transformers DVD. <laughs> I watched the whole thing in like a week. Yeah, but this, there was only two seasons. <laughs> well. No, but, all right, so, but anyway, on the guy's webpage... He's linking to YouTube videos, and each episode, I know, but each episode is broken down into three YouTube videos. Yeah, because you're only in ten minutes. But here's the thing. 
if you watch them on YouTube after the first one, now I have to click on part two after the second, now I have to click on part three. If you click on the video on his webpage without yeah. going to YouTube. They're ordered. You just click play and it plays all three parts continuously mm. of each episode. It's awesome. So anyway, yeah, Daryl Hannah, who was also uh, in uh, uh, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. <laughs> oh, God. <coughs> Horrible. Um, you know, I was thinking about that movie and... Why? Well, I don't know. But in reality, <laughs> you know, part of the problem with that movie was... Chevy Chase essentially took the... You remember Fletch? Did those yeah. two Fletch movies which yeah, stunk? Were, and they weren't good. But he basically took that approach, that kind of, you know, Humphrey Bogart, Fletch approach, but took out the comedy. So it's like, okay, if I liked Fletch in the least, it was because some parts were mildly funny. Right. So now you're giving me a movie that's supposed to be a science fiction movie that is a horrible science fiction, and now you took all the comedy out. Why am I watching this? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's what everyone was asking them, him or herself. Mm. Well, speaking of movies, I'm in the subway station, New York City. They have posters up on the walls. So I saw a poster for a movie called The Haunting in Connecticut. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've seen the commercials. I, I don't know what this <clears throat> movie is, but. It's another one of these based on the true stories, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the picture in the poster. It's a picture of a boy throwing up. And it says, the title is The Haunting in Connecticut. The tagline is, some things cannot be explained. Oh, God. Well, you don't what? know why he threw up? A boy. I'm like, this poster's horrible. This doesn't make me want to see this movie at all. But people will see it because there's no competition. I don't even know what movies are in the theater right now. I don't know. Nor it's do just, I care. Uh, it's just pitiful. It's pitiful. I don't know. It's Sal Pacino doing a new movie? Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! Um, speaking of Al Pacino... The movie... Let me do this. The movie he did... I don't remember what this movie... I don't, I don't remember the name. It, I just saw it was... You know, like HBO has like a premiere movie every week or whatever. And they had this thing on. And it was Al Pacino and a bunch of like younger actors and... It was, and uh, who else was in it? Uh, oh, um, what's his name was in it uh, from... Um, Louis Anderson? No, uh, uh, William Forsythe, who was in Steven Seagal's um, Al for Justice. He ah. was Richie. Hey, Richie! Yeah. Hey, it's Dino Felino! Hey! <laughs> I'm Steven Seagal trying to do Italian! Hey! Yeah. Now, he's supposed to be at that thing I was telling you about in Parsippany. Seagal? No. <laughs> the other guy, Bill Enforcement. I don't care. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was really bad. The person was, like, blow, trying to blow everyone up. And it just... And, it, it, you know, Al Pacino, we were talking about this. What Al, movie was this? I forget the name. It was really bad. Al Pacino has become this, like, lousy... I mean, Steven Seagal. Yeah, he's almost like Steven Seagal. But you know what? Steven Seagal was never known for being an actor. You know, and... He thinks he was. <coughs> well, Steve Zagal was known for doing all, like, the martial arts, and he doesn't even do that anymore. I know. There was another movie on, I saw, I was watching one of these 16 movies he's done in the last two years, the other night, 
He they had him doing a karate scene. He couldn't even lift his leg. I know, but one of them that I saw, I think it was two years ago, was the one of the direct to DVD ones. Well, they all are. I saw where he could. He was so out of shape that he was trying to do some karate move, and they had to use wires <laughs> to move his body parts like a puppet. <laughs> it was so stupid. But yeah, it was like he was sliding across the floor, and you could you can tell obviously someone was pulling him by the feet. It was just so bad. I mean, but Al Pacino his movies are horrible. Al Pacino, his hair is this dyed this weird color. And it's all like this, it's all like fluffy. And he literally, he, he looked, he honestly, he, he just looks like some like pack rat old timer who <laughs> is like just, just shot. You know, they're just mentally shot. And he looks like, I, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Well, I saw this, I was telling you before, I saw this movie on DVD that he did several years ago, several years ago, called Simone. Ah, uh, Al Pacino. <coughs> yeah. Simone. <laughs> Hoo ha, Simone. So, um, and I was telling you the premise of it was the most ridiculous, retarded, idiot. How did somebody get paid to come up with this script and and it got approved? Is my question. How did this get approved? So the movie starts You'd out. You'd be surprised. How does Yui Bowl made all these movies? Good point. So <laughs> it starts out, uh, Al Pacino is a movie director. And his past several films have stuck. So his career is kind of not going that well. Mm. He, he, he really needs a hit. He needs some gimmick that, that'll make his next movie a big hit. I'm one more hit away from being back on top. <laughs> and none of the actors want to work with him because he stinks so bad. Smells? <laughs> his, his, his talent uh. as a director. And maybe he smells, I don't know. But So I just remember he's in this back alley somewhere in the middle of the night with this like fat scientist guy with a hard drive. <laughs> the scientist guy has a hard drive. And he's like, this is like, this is brand new state-of-the-art technology. I've developed computer artificial intelligence that will replace actors. The graphics and the artificial <laughs> intelligence are so good, you don't even need actors anymore. That sounds very tempting. Whew. But here's the catch. Mm. The actors don't want me to release this technology because then they'll, they'll all be out of business. Yes. They won't be making money. Including Tom Cruise. So if they find out that I'm giving this to you, they'll have me killed. Mm. So of course, as soon as he hands the hard drive over to Al Pacino, some actor finds him in the back alley and shoots him <laughs> and then runs away. <coughs> so he's like, God. so he's laying on the ground dying. Go, go make the movie with my new technology. Uh, I'm dying. So <clears throat> the rest of the movie is Al Pacino. In this garage, <laughs> sitting at a computer editing a movie <laughs> with this computerized uh, actress. God, what what did the computer graphics look like? Or it was just it was just it was real. It was just they... a real person oh, on a man. computer screen. <clears throat> so he released the movie, and everyone loved it. 
And then he, so he's like, oh man, this is so awesome. I'm gonna release another movie. Oh. So I'm two for two. So he makes another movie. He's in the garage again, editing another movie. Releases that. Everyone loves it. So everyone loves this this quote actress Simone. He's alright. <clears throat> so all the the critics and the press and everyone, everyone wants to meet Simone. And he obviously, obviously he can't. You know he can't mm. have them meet Simone. So he keeps like staging these fake stunts and oh she didn't show up she's what? too busy or she's sick or so, some other, so one excuse after another. So I'm finally, not making excuses. Oh. So finally, at the end of the movie, he's like, you know what? I've had enough of this craziness. Mm. This is just, this is just getting stupid. So he. But goes, I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> right. So he goes to the press. He says, "Ladies and gentlemen, I have a confession." Simone is fake. She's a computer-generated image. She's not a real actress. And everyone... Right, so I'm thinking, oh, everyone's going to be mad. They're going to beat him up for tricking them. Mm. No, they're, they're going, yeah, right. Come, bring her out. Stop making excuses. We want to see her. No, no, I'm telling you, for real. She's a computer program. Come on, stop. Just bring her out here. We want to see her. Come on. No, she's fake. She, she's not fake. You're an idiot. Are, are, are you drunk? Come on. <laughs> so I guess the point of the movie was that people just, people believe what they want to. And even, e even when they're shown proof otherwise, if they still want to believe something, they believe it. But it was a horrible movie. Obviously. It's a high jump. Um... <clears throat> And then while we... Oh, and then you were talking about this movie, Looker? <coughs> yeah. It's another one of these movies that are on, you know, one of the, like, Encore or something like that in the middle of the night. Um, it was from, like, 1980 or 1981, something like that. And, you know, the, the movies that in, in those, in those in that time, they, they did a lot of these kind of, like, you know, these kind of weird... You know, like Brian De Palma would do these kind of like, you know, weird thriller kind of movies. And they'd have the dumbest, you know, premise. Like Stooge Mania? <coughs> no, no, this was, you know, like some kind of like a thriller, you know. Like yeah, a, yeah. Cheesy action movie. Gene Hackman was in Nine Million of a Michael Caine, of course, the diamond. You know, one Michael of Caine. Michael Caine. You know, I did a movie with Pierce Brosnan, where I was the good guy, I was the James Bond guy, he was the bad guy. <laughs> what was that? I forget the name nah, of it. It doesn't matter. But it was this really, oh god, that was a really hokey movie too. And, uh, and in that one, Michael Caine is trying to spy on him, and is the worst spy I've ever seen. Like, he just does stuff that is like, you're never going to be able to spy somebody with the stupid stuff this idiot's doing. Yeah. And was it a comedy? No, it was a, a thriller. Serious. So anyway, this movie Looker, it starred Albert Finney, who was uh, Daddy Warbucks in Annie. Yeah. Um, Albert Finney in it, and <coughs> his co-star was uh, Susan Day. Oh, yeah. From Wait, the Partridge when, family. What year was this? What, 1981. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, she was still popular <laughs> at that point. Yeah. She, after she grew up, she was still popular. Um, yeah, I know. So, um, the premise of this thing was, oh, you know who else was in it? James Coburn. 
Who's that? What? You don't know James Coburn? In like Flint? What's in like uh, Flint? It was kind of a James Bond parody. Um, you don't know James Coburn is really tall guy. Oh, in, man, that narrows it. He down. was in Maverick with Mel Gibson. I don't know. Anyway, God. I don't know. <coughs> no, no, James Coburn. Anyway, um, why would I watch Maverick with Mel Gibson? That's a good movie, James I Garner. Like cowboy movies. It's not really a cowboy movie. It's like a goof. Oh, it is. Yeah, uh, it's a comedy. Yeah, more or less. Oh, all right, then then I will watch. It's a Maverick. good movie. James Garner, Mel Gibson, Jodie Foster. Is it as funny as Lightning Jack? Come on. With Paul Hogan and Cuba Gooding. Oh, that was, come on, that was funny. Kangaroo Jack? No, Lightning Jack was funny. <clears throat> anyway, so the premise of this thing was, this guy is some kind of a behavioral scientist or something like that, and at this place where he works doing research, there's this room he can't go into. It's the Looker Project. Yeah. And basically the point of it is, something with like subliminal messages and... And um, I'll get to the and, and subliminal messages and, and that kind of stuff. And then <coughs> they developed this ray gun, which looked like what eventually became like a Sega Master System zapper. <laughs> the light phase. Yeah. And you would shoot this thing at somebody and it would put them into a trance. And they, would, they wouldn't be able to tell time and they, would, they wouldn't know like how much time had passed. And you could like do whatever you wanted to them and beat them up. Who? What? What is one thing? Uh, so, so essentially, uh. this guy like they're killing all these people, and this guy's trying to get the bottom of it, and then they keep shooting him with the thing and beating him up, and he crashes his car because they shot him in the face with it. What? <laughs> this sounds ridiculous. So that wait. So then there was these sunglasses that blocked the effect. Ah, the glasses. Yeah, which is like they live. Every, every bad science fiction movie has to involve glasses. Bad sunglasses. <laughs> Um, no, what else? It was They Live. Um, wasn't there another one we were talking about with glasses? Oh, uh, My Best Friend's a Vampire? Yeah. Uh, yeah so, no, but there was another one, too. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, so um, that was, you know, it was really, really stupid. Oh, Transformers involved. Oh, yeah. The old they found the glasses. Whatever. <laughs> Michael Bay. Um, but it was just really, really just a horrible, horrible movie. And they tried to act like, basically what they did was they'd have like a, a set, and let's say this, and they were doing commercial, let's say the set was like a car commercial, there's a car on the set, and then they would pipe in what they called were computer generated actors, but it was clearly just, you know, regular people footage that they were right. just overlaid, which was just so stupid. But why would they do that? What? Why? Why all of a sudden did this go from zapping people? In <laughs> because the that face was part of it too. I don't know. It was now they're doing commercials. Yeah, it was all this like mind control stuff. Oh god, it was just really. What really was it called? Bad. Looker. Looker. Well, just just horrible. <laughs> but that's how those '80s movies were. Was it worse than knockoff? No, knockoff is funny. Come on. Come on. What? It is Knock funny movie. Knockoff is horrible. John Claude Van Damme. And uh, uh, Rob Schneider, very funny movie. No, <coughs> I don't know about that. But um, you know, back at that time, you know, the eight, early '80s is when the you know the vi home video came into being, and 
you and you know cable started up you had cable you had home video and you just started having these movies come out left and right that i don't know maybe they'd never make the theater or something because i remember my father would my father would tape like everything <laughs> that came on like if a new movie came on hbo because we man we got hbo like in the early 80s yeah probably when it first became available in new jersey and I know you had the wooden switch box, the Gerald with box. the wire. Yeah, the Gerald box. <laughs> Gerald, with, I think the company now is now General Instruments. Um, yeah, it had the wire on it. Yeah, well, this was even before then. And they, you know, come a new. And then the other thing was, I think I've talked about this. There was a local video store, video rental store, that you would join a club. Like, you would pay the dues for the club, and then you could rent, you know, every time, you could rent, like, two videos a week or something like that. But mm-hmm. you wouldn't pay for them, because you're paying for them in your dues. No, yeah, it's just a flat <clears throat> monthly rate. But it was a lot of money. My father said it was, like, a rip-off. Because, <laughs> and they never had anything, because the guy would get one copy of, like, every new movie. Right. Like, how are you ever going to get it? So, like, he would bring them home, and um, I remember the big thing, I remember he was, like... All excited when we got a second VCR. <laughs> the first one we had. I know had, why. Because you could record from could one copy. to the other. Yeah. yeah. That was the big thing. Could pirate movies. Yes. They're both two head VCR. Yeah, horrible quality. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? They were pretty good quality. Yeah. Uh, but he used to record an SP. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's why. But, um, and he kept recording all this stuff, and he had like. A ridiculous amount of tapes of of movies, and I remember like when I was a kid, I used to watch them sometimes. I'm like, yeah, I've got nothing better to go watch this movie, and I would just be like, what in the heck? What is this stuff? And it, it, it was so strange. Some of these movies, I remember there was one that was starred Melanie Griffith, and this really really ugly guy that kind of looked like Bill Maher was a body double. Bill Maher. Bill Maher. And and it was just horrible. It was so, and that I think was a Brian De Palma movie. Who everybody like loves this guy's a director, but this movie was horrible. And there was a lot of them like that, you know, not comedies. Because the comedies they would replay. I've seen most of the comedies, you know, but really, really like a lot of the like uh, the sexual thrillers and the. And that kind of stuff, and the, the the spy thrillers, they were, oh man, they were so bad. And like I said, they would get actors like, you know, Gene Hackman and, yeah. and Michael Caine and the big name guys to star in these movies. They'd be like, oh man, what are they doing in these movies? Ted Danson. Yeah, Ted, well, Ted Danson didn't, didn't do a lot of movies at that time. Once on Upon a Spy. <laughs> yeah, but that was for TV. That was made for TV. Yeah. Gulliver's Travel. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. I was in the nineties. So what? What else well, so, are we talking about? So speaking of pirating movies, right? One VCR to the other. We might have mentioned this on a. You know, this is episode one hundred twenty-eight. I don't remember what we have and haven't mentioned ah, before. So, but I know there are a lot of people out there who do this, and it's called. Um, LARPing? Not, well, no, not that, but they're called digital pack rats. Ah, yes. 
And these basically, these people are addicted to pirating mm. videos and TV shows and music. Well, it's not and they even, don't they don't even watch the movies. They don't even listen to the songs. It's not even pirating. I mean, if honestly, it could be even something that's completely free, and they just have to have every. I was like that. I did that with um, with some of the uh, PC games, some of the NASCAR games, and Need for Speed games. When people would mod them, right, and I would download every single solitary mod. It was just. Overload. I would download so many modded cars for Need for Speed Four. You couldn't. You could only have like a hundred in the game. That was the maximum. Yeah. And I'd have like three hundred. You know, there was no reason in the world to have all this these downloads. Right. Um, and even with the emulators, when the emulators and the game ROMs first started coming out, the you know the eight bit and sixteen bit stuff, which was probably like you know late 90s, 97, 98. Yeah. Yeah. And I would download. As many games as I possibly could for no reason whatsoever. They're games that I hated. But I was like, I have to have them. I can have every single <laughs> Nintendo game ever made. Yeah. Well, I've known people who, let's say, have a Netflix subscription. And let's say today a DVD from Netflix arrives in the mail. The person would take the DVD movie, rip it to the computer... The next day, send it back in the mail, mm -hmm. and then, or no, that same day, send it back in the mail. Then two days later, they'd get a new movie, stick it in the computer, rip it to the hard drive, go out, put it back in the mail. Mm -hmm. Two days later, get a new DVD. It's same thing. Same. What is the point? They were ripping all these movies, and they would have three, four, five shelves full of a collection of all of these uh, copied movies, right? Mm. And these people would tell me, oh, man, you should see my movie collection. I get them from Netflix. I copy them. I have over 200 movies so far. And I'm like, oh, really? You, you have time to watch 200 movies? Oh, well, I don't watch any of them. I just put them on the shelf. Uh. So I'm like, well, why? what are you doing? Why are you wasting your time and money on these discs? I just, I, it, it just It's like this weird addiction or something. Or people... Um, downloading new albums, like, oh, um, uh, I don't know, who, who's a, a singer or an artist? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift just released a new album, I downloaded it on BitTorrent. Uh, Santana just released a new album, I downloaded it on BitTorrent. Spice Girls just released a new album, I downloaded it on BitTorrent. I'm like, <clears throat> you're listening, you like Taylor Swift, Santana, and the Spice Girls? Well, no, but they released a new album, so I downloaded it. Uh. Like so, they're so these songs are just sitting there on your hard drive, not being touched. Well, yeah, basically. Why? Why do some people do this? It's insanity. It is insanity. And they, and people do it with TV shows, videos, yeah. song. I just, I don't, I don't get it. You know, someone who's a really huge Beatles fan, let's say, and there's all these outtakes and studio recordings that were never released. I can understand that. You want to find all these all these missing songs, all these like, hidden songs. Well, Yoko songs. will release them anyway. So. No, but I can understand that. But to download things, you know, okay, you're a Beatles fan, fine. But you're not a Taylor Swift fan and you're downloading her new album just for the sake of downloading it and you're never even going to listen to it? That's just a waste. 
It doesn't make Can someone sense. explain this to me? Go to pornstevenson.com, <laughs> leave a comment on the episode, and please explain to us this mentality or this uh, this personality disorder or something, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> when we recorded stuff, when we recorded tapes and movies, it was because we wanted to rewatch them. Like, yeah. but most of the most of the ones that my father copied were the kids' stuff that we would read because it was such a pain to to get them again, so now we didn't have to rent them anymore. Right. You know, we had the copy, you know, if it was uh, Voltron or He-Man or Rainbow Bright or Strawberry Shortcake, you yeah. know, whatever it was, then we, you know, we would have, do you, do you ever, have you uh, seen the Rainbow Bright, the, the original movie? Do you remember that at all? If I did, I don't remember it. I, I always thought it was very well animated, very well drawn. Yeah. I Probably is. felt it was, and it wasn't as <clears throat> dorky as or as girly as some people might think. You know, it wasn't like <laughs> right. strawberry shortcake like or Care Bears. Care, uh, I know I like <coughs> Care Bears. The kid, I thought it was Care Bears the movie. Good. The first one was a pretty good movie, and I actually liked the cartoon. The second <laughs> one, My Little Pony, <clears throat> the movie. Did you ever have you ever seen the first Care Bears cartoon? I don't know. There was I, a, I'm sure I There did. was an earlier one, and they were drawn, like, differently. They were a lot bigger, and it was horrible. It was heinous. Because yeah. I remember, like, we used to go to the video rental store, and we'd be like, oh, okay, we'll rent Care Bears. And we didn't realize that it, this was, the like, this old one. And I don't even think it was a series. I think it was, like, made-for-video stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was god-awful. We're like, oh, man, this is the bad Care Bears. <laughs> like the Ghostbusters. There was the real Ghostbusters, and then there was the garbage ghost filmation. No, no, the better Ghostbusters. No, it was not better. It was no. better. It had a gorilla. <laughs> it was not better. Oh, they had Slimer. I didn't like Slimer. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was um, yeah, Care Bears. They uh, kind of stunk. What was the other one? The Popples. <laughs> Have we ever talked about the Popples? <laughs> yes. Remember, every single Popple was like, What the hell? I'm the Popple. Oh, God. It was infantile. It was. It was very... That was a Nickelodeon, wasn't it? No. No, it was Saturday morning. Uh, I know. One of the networks, I think. What was the one with the, the Australians? The koala bear? That was Nickelodeon. That was the Noozles. The Noozles? Well, that, no, they had two. New, <laughs> the Noozles and the Adventures of the Little Koala, I think it was called. Something like that. There was two different koalas. Were the noozles the ones that were like mice that lived in the wall? That was the littles. Oh, the littles. <laughs> I'm telling you, they still show the littles on Saturday morning. What? The last couple of years, I, I don't know. It was know. 25 years ago. I know. All of a sudden, it started coming on again, and I'm, I just happened to like look at it. I was like, I'm looking at, the, I'm looking at the, the guide on the screen. I'm like scratching my eyes. I'm like, why is the littles on television? Is it a new Littles, or is it the same? No, it's the original. That's weird. Of all the cartoons they could bring back, pick Uh, the fucking Littles. Stinks. That's weird. Um, They could have brought back uh, Captain Caveman. (laughs) Captain Caveman! And? And fun!
Hey, I'm Steven Seagal trying to do Italian. Hey. Yeah.